Hi, folks. This is Mike Callahan again. Want to do a quick shout out to uh, Jeff Devereaux and No Veteran Left Behind for the support they continue to provide for the, the podcast. We've got a really interesting uh, person in the virtual studio today. His name is Byron Namila, and he's with the, uh, the DIAs, the Studio Programs Coordinator for the Detroit uh, Institute of Arts. And I had the chance to listen to him and, and met him at, a, at, a, at another Zoom meeting. And uh, what he was, what he's working on, and the things that he's doing uh, in support of veterans, really sounded cool. And I really wanted to get him on the the program here and, and have him share some of the stuff that he's working on. So, with no further ado, Byron, if you would uh, maybe tell us a little bit about yourself and um, and maybe some of the programs that you that you've got going on. Sounds good, Mike, and and I really appreciate the opportunity to be on your podcast and reach out to some new folks. Um, but yeah, I've been working at the DIA for about 15 years. I was originally hired in as a clay guy because clay is my background, but we're all kind of a jack of all trades in the uh, art studio at the DIA. So we work with kids of all ages, we say, from young kids to um to seniors and everybody in between. For the last five years, I've been studio programs coordinator, mostly working on our community group program, which has been in existence about 20 years, where we reach out to human service agencies around the Detroit area. And we've been working in particular with the uh, VA, the John D. Dingle VA Medical Center, which is really just a stone's throw down the street from DIA in Midtown Detroit. And uh, they've been coming Probably since the early 2000s, they come to the DIA uh, for several weeks in a row in spring and again in the fall for classes where we look at art in the museum and then we make art in the studio. And we've got a lot of fun doing a variety of projects through, through the years, uh, displaying their artwork for other people to enjoy. And um, yeah, we've got a lot of fun. So you're the the veterans that come and they participate in the in the program. They're learning about art and the importance of art and and, and everything associated with it. And then also, uh, you, you you mentioned about creating art. What kind of uh, creation do they do they make? Well, we do a variety of things. We we like to do clay. Um, so we've done a variety of like sculptural things. We do a lot of masks as well, which of course has a different connotation now, but in the museum, we have so many different references to masks from different cultures, to uh, from the um, from the First Nations masks from the west coast of the U.S. going on up through British Columbia. We have a beautiful collection of those. To uh, masks from Africa that cover actually your entire body with video of people dancing wearing these masks that are just really engrossing. So and even the um, armor. Uh, it's funny, we had a show several years ago on samurai, and the veterans were so entranced by that because they could really relate to uh, that samurai show. But anyway, we'll look at work like that, and we won't really talk about it so much as hear what the participants have to say. So we'll ask them to respond to what they're seeing. What do you see going on here? What do you see that may say that? So we really try and get them interacting as peers so that those ideas that they get from the artwork in the galleries can kind of inspire them with their own art making once we go into the studio. So most visits last two and a half, maybe three hours between the tour and the studio time. Uh, if we're making masks, for example, 
That might be a four-week project where we roll out clay slabs the first week, uh, use any variety of things to texture it, like maybe tree bark or keys or string or lace or whatever to make a loaded impression there. And then we'll cut it up into strips and put it back together like a jigsaw puzzle almost and to make the, the, the shape of a face, the features of a face. Uh, and then, of course, we'll paint it with ceramic underglaze, put it in the kiln. So that entire project might take uh, four weeks. But we've done the same thing with cardboard scrap and poster board and collage elements and wood, too. Um, and we'll do like 3D sculpture out of wood or found materials. Printmaking, painting, bookmaking has been a great one. Um, we can have an open-ended brainstorming about what a book means to you. What are different kind of books? What are different places you've seen books? Um, and then they can make it as many pages as they want, make it a 3D sculptural book. Does it have to be square? Does it have to be rectangular? Um, so yeah, we like working with a variety of materials. But really the main thing is to uh, help people find their own personal meaning in art and connect that with others. I, I really picked that up <clears throat> listening to you about you, you, you allow them to reflect and to think about it and find their own meaning. I think so much, so many times at least, you know, you look at art and it's like somebody's looking at it and it's like, okay, it's pretty, it's cool, it's neat to look at. But what is it? How's it touching your soul? How's it touching you? How does it connect with you? And you really give people the opportunity to, to do that and reflect on it. Yeah, that's really our bread and butter, you know. And uh, you can look at a Vincent van Gogh painting and you can be, um, you know, a little bit overwhelmed maybe. Like, oh, wow, this is a famous artist. I could never do that. But if we look at it really closely... I mean, not too closely that the alarm goes off, but <laughs> if we get close enough to look without the alarm going off, you can just see the thickness of the paint, the layers by which it was applied, the variation of like the yellows or the blues. And so we really almost look at it from an art making or material perspective, more so than an art history standpoint. And when you really look at those materials, um, you can relate to that in the present and say, oh, okay, well, I can go back to the studio and I'll lay down a blue ba background first. I'll let that dry and then I'll put my yellows on top of it. And you can just kind of envision building it by piece. So that's one thing. And then the other thing when we look at artwork is it might remind veterans of parts of their experience. Um, we had one veteran, I think I might have shared that with you, Mike, when we were in that Zoom room before. <laughs> one veteran made a print that uh, he called Agent Orange relating to his experience in Vietnam. So all sorts of things can come out of your you know, past history when you look at an artwork and it makes every day at the museum interesting for us because we never know what somebody's going to see in a, in a work of art. Yeah, I'll bet every every time it's unique. Yeah, wonderful. Um, how do how do you say you're working with <clears throat> the VA Medical Center and all? Um, how do how does a veteran go about if somebody's interested in in connecting with you uh, and participating in this? And maybe do they need to go through the, the the VA Medical Center or can they just call you up and sign up? How what's the process for getting? Well, there's a couple different ways that veterans can participate at the DIA. With the VA Medical Center in particular, we partner with the art therapist there. So she has like a standing group 
um, in therapy that she brings to us. And so that group is, you know, specific to her. And of course, uh, there's, um, uh, what do you call it? Oh, now I'm stumbling here, Mike. <laughs> so that particular group with the VA, of course, they have confidentiality amongst their members. But um, if we have, um, or when we have the open houses, we have veteran open houses available to any veterans that um, are from the tri-counties. It's free. And of course, now since the pandemic hit, all of our programs are online. So we did our first online veterans open house just last month. Uh, partnering with the uh, veteran navigators in Wayne, Oakland, and Macomb counties. Uh, that is something any veteran can join. Uh, if they just keep their eye on the website, they'll see the link to it. We're hoping to have one again around Veterans Day in November. We don't have the date set yet, but that'll be an opportunity to learn about veteran resources that the navigators share about in the area here around Detroit, as well as look at artwork in the collection online have a bit of a chat together, and um, and then make artwork with everyday objects around your house. Very cool, very cool. Um, so one of the things that uh, we mentioned, you mentioned to me before we got recording was that we'll put links on the uh, on this podcast for people to be able to access the, the DIA and, and get more information. And then you also mentioned about the, the navigators. I mean, if a vet is working with one of the navigators, uh, they could probably let them know of their interest in this and they'd, they'd help facilitate uh, their participation in the program also, right? That's, that's absolutely right. And actually, one of the navigators was on your podcast a couple of months ago, Chaka McDonald. Right. So he's one of the uh, fantastic folks that we partner with to bring veterans to the DIA. So yeah, they could reach out to Chaka or Chris Brown in Wayne County, and uh, they would help connect folks with art making DIA. Okay, wonderful. Well, uh, any 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 last minute thoughts do you have? I, we could go on and on because it's really intriguing, and I, I want to learn more about it myself because uh, I, I love this idea of really connecting and having the art speak to you. Uh, instead of just being a passive observer, to be an active player and in, in participant. It's really yeah, it, it, it's great to be hands-on with it. The, the, um, the coordinators that we partner with are in different human service agencies often tell us just how strong of an experience it is for, for those folks and that they see the power of, uh, of healing just through mm -hmm. the art making and the peer connections, the peer-to-peer -peer connection that happen that safe space that occurs when you're sharing your own experiences and interests in front of an artwork and then making your own together afterwards. Uh, but I would say, yeah, keep your eye on the website. We'd love to have more participate uh, through our online activities. Keep an eye out for our end of the year community group art show. We have an annual art show for our uh, human service agencies each year. This year for the first time, it will be online. Um, so we'll have more about that. And, and I guess just lastly, you've mentioned to me, Mike, you do have listeners around the world, not just around town. So it just makes my imagination light up. If there happens to be anybody listening in France right now, or who knows where, I would just encourage people to get to their local new museum. Because just if you have a pad of paper and a pencil in your pocket, or even just a scrap of paper, or an envelope, just to scrawl ideas down on. Uh, there's just so much to see in a museum that can really make you think and get you out of your, your own headspace for a while. 
and uh, and encourage creative thinking. That's that's really some great thoughts and, and very inspirational. I appreciate you everything you're saying about that. That's cool. Well, listen. Uh, thank you. I appreciate you taking the time to uh, spend 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 a few minutes with us today. Um, is there any final thoughts you have? I think you pretty much hit everything. But did anything else come up that you that you wanted to share that you covered? Well, just that I appreciate you doing what you do, Mike. I just, uh, I love all the different resources I see happening on your podcast. I would encourage people just to go back and, you know, it's uh, it's good information. I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm, I'm truly enjoying it. And every time I do, and I learn learn more information. So it's a, it's a labor of love. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, thank you very much. Have a, have a great day. And of course, be safe. Take care of yourself. Okay, you too, Mike. And we'll reach back out once we have more things happening to share about at the DIA. Great. Take care. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.